Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Makes a man miss. Look out. He's electric. Goodbye. Welcome to Tigers and 20s Game Balls, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast. Listen in as we hand out game balls to the top performing athletes from the previous week and get their insight into the game. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome back to Go Tigers 247's Game Balls. This is episode number four. We're coming off the Memphis versus North Texas game where Memphis outlasted North Texas 44 to 34. Um, Man, this first uh, segment, I'm excited because we've got somebody we've never spoken to before. Everybody knows this man's name, but we haven't had a chance to talk to him, and he played a massive role in the game against North Texas. We got the punter. We got Joe Doyle on with us. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? How man, it's it's great, man. How are you? I'm doing good. We got we had off day today, so um, you know can't complain about anything. We got um, like we were talking about before. We got a round of golfing this morning, um, celebrating the W, and uh, you know getting ready for Temple next week. So, if me and you were to play golf against each other, how yeah. many how many strokes would you give me? Uh I'm terrible. Okay. Uh, do you do you have a score in mind? What like average score for you? I don't play enough to even average a score. Okay. So, so I'm going to say you're probably around 100, 100 yeah. or so. Okay. So <laughs> on a good I'll, I'll day. Probably, on a good day. Yeah, okay. Um, probably 10, 10 strokes aside. 10 strokes aside. So 20 total. Let's go, man. I think I got you on this one. I think okay. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm playing. So you love so you've been playing golf for a minute. I know we we were talking beforehand before we started recording. You've been yeah. playing golf for a while, man. Now you now you got a you got a little Monday morning match with some of the guys on the team, man. Tell me about that a little bit. Yeah. So it's something that we started um at the beginning of the season. It's me and uh, Chris Howard, the kicker, versus Colby Cox and Hunter Holsey. Um we kind of did a, a seating to um you know equal out the team so hunter hunter's the best he's he's a scratch scratch golfer um and he's with colby who's starting to get into it right now and he's um he's still a really good golfer but um and then me and chris are on a team um so i think we we had won the past two weeks but we lost we lost this morning so um you know it's it's uh it's getting close to you know everyone's starting to pick up on everything and playing a lot better than they ever have so um how competitive does it get oh it gets very competitive it, i mean today it went down to to 18 
And there's a lot of, you know, talking going back and forth through, you know, the entire match. And um, yeah, it's, I mean, everybody's coming for each other's throats. I love it. So you, you get, you get all the competition. You don't get all the competition out on Saturday. You got to hold it over till Monday and get some out more, right? Exactly. Exactly. I love it, man. Well, you had a massive game this past week, eight punts, 400 total yards, three down behind the 20, man, just a massive game. It's our first time to be able to actually um, talk to you since you've been um, in Memphis um, I wanted to get into this game a little bit, but let's kind of go back just a bit before yeah. we do that. Obviously, man, last year was a tough year for the special teams, especially, you know, you had a good year. I know you were introduced to kind of a new role that have you ever kicked field goals in your career? Uh, so I, I had started kicking in, in the eighth grade, learning how to kick and punt. And I started kicking field goals and punting in the eighth grade. And I went until my senior year of high school. Um, and that was the last time I had attempted a field goal was state championship game, my senior year of high school and my entire career at, at, uh, at Tennessee, um, just primarily a punter and held. Those were the only two things I had to do. Didn't have to kick field goals. So I went a solid, you know, five, four and a half, five years without, you know, kicking a field goal and then kind of just being thrown into the fire and trying to make the most of an opportunity. Tell me about that conversation between you and Bankins and Coach Ryan and Ryan when they said, "Hey Joe, <laughs> we're going to need you to kick field goals." How did that conversation go? Well, it was re- it was really one of those things where I kind of presented the like I presented to them. I said, "You know, I, I can if you guys need me to, you know, try to kick and just kind of see what I can do. I'm I'm down for it." Um, and one day, I I got some field goal opportunities and I think uh, went perfect that day. And they're like, all right, let's just, you know, let's try it out and see, see what happens. And we had, had a good fall camp kicking and punting. So um, we just went into the season um, getting to do both. So it's wild, man. I mean, obviously that, you know, week three matchup against Mississippi state, you won the game. What was that? A 50 yarder? Was that a 52 yarder? 51 yarder. Yes, sir. Son, how did that feel? Oh, it felt great. And, you know, I, like I said, I've primarily been a punter, but there's no better feeling than hitting a, you know, 50 plus yard field goal, um, you know, to kind of, you know, go up by eight and kind of seal the deal. That's the, that's the uh, best feeling in the world. So coming into this year, obviously you expected to go back to the, to punting and, and being the, the, the main punter. Um, what was your mentality like coming into this year, knowing that, hey, man, like if all things go the way that they should, I'm not going to have to split those duties again. Like what was that? What was it like coming into this year, knowing that I'm going to get back to what I've been doing, you know, for my entire college career so far? Yeah, it, I mean, it really did feel like weight has been, you know, taken on my shoulders and I can primarily focus on punting, which is, you know, what I came here to do and what I see myself, you know, being able to, compete for at the next level. So really just taking this year, um, but we'll building off of last year and um, taking, you know, some of the good things that I did and bringing it over and also working off, you know, some things that I just got to, you know, continue to work on. So um, that's always been, you know, my thing. Um, even when I was at Tennessee, I had good things go for me, bad things, and just kind of just try to build off it year after year and just try to improve and I think that's um, 
you know, why, why we've had a, a lot of great success at the start of this season, just, um, just by working to improve during the off season, just working and seeing what worked for me and then, um, kind of just implementing it during the season as we play all these games. So in the last week's game against uh, North Texas, like I said earlier, you punted eight times, which hopefully that's not going to happen every single week where you have to punt the ball eight times. Yeah. Obviously, I think there was like six possessions in a row where you had to had to finish a, a, a possession with with a uh, punt. You punted the ball eight eight times for four hundred total yards. You averaged fifty yards per punt, which is just monstrous. Um, but the, the key thing I think is that you, there were three punts that were down behind the 20 yard line. And I think two of those were at the one, right? Like yeah, you had, three, you had a three inside the 10, three inside the 10. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. Um, man, you were so effective that this past week and flipping the field for the defense. Um, yeah. as you're watching a game play out on the sideline, as the defense and offense are doing their thing, what preparation goes into knowing like as you're on the field, I know you've worked hard and you've, you know, all of fall camp, all the summer, summer practices, you know, all of spring ball uh, throughout the week. But on that day in that game, what kind of preparation is going into like, hey, man, I need to ramp this up because it seems like the offense might not be clicking on all cylinders. And I'm going to be relied upon to make sure the defense isn't facing a short field every single possession. Like what kind of preparation goes into that? Yeah, it's really, um, you know, it's focusing on every single drive that we have um, and kind of understanding, needing to understand the scenario that we're in. So um, just like just like a golfer, like we've been talking about, you have to have a, a lot of different clubs in your bag and you have to know the scenario of like what yard line you're at, that you have to play the wind, you have to do just so many different things that, you know, go into effect. So all this preparation really starts in warm-ups of the game. Um, trying to just figure out the stadium and, you know, how the wind's blowing, um, figuring out which way I'm hitting better if I'm hitting left or right um, better. So all of these things go into effect, to you know, performance of a game. And um, I went in, it was a pretty windy day. Um, so we were going, um, trying to just focus on hitting tighter spirals to make sure that they cut through the wind and not kind of wobble and get hung up. So um, really as a, you know, as a scenario was going on throughout the game, I kind of knew what distance I need to be at um, or what yard line I need to be at to hit a certain style of punt. And, um, you know, luckily a couple of times we were in, you know, a good situation where I could really just hammer a football and just see if I can get it to down, uh, you know, kind of just jump um, and get down inside the 10 yard line, which, you know, we were fortunate enough to do. And that's, that goes, because the gunners flying down the field and snappers delivering a great snap and cover guys are doing their job. So it's, it's really not just a one man job. It's, it's all 11 guys coming together. And which is why I think we've been so special this, um, you know, past couple of weeks. So as somebody who, when I get a football in my hands and I try to kick the ball, I feel like yep. my hip is about to explode out of yeah. the side of my body. When I try to punt a ball, it's not just about, getting up there and just booming a kick. There's a lot of mechanics that go into yeah. punting a ball. How do you, like if you are, let's say you're at your 20-yard line um, and you are trying to pin the defense back, what are the mechanics that go into um, getting a punt 
all the way down into the in, into the other side of the field. Yeah. So in in this specific type of scenario, I'm going to try to do it without being too scientific about everything. So if I'm I standing at the, I love the science, Joe. I okay, love the science. I'll, I'll, I'll run it down. So if I'm at the 20, that means snaps at the 34. So it's a 66 yard punt to the goal line, which really means that I can hit it basically however I want to. Um, a good goal in mind for me, I can hit 56 yard punts. So I'm going to try to go for the 10 yard line. So I'm going to hit a spiral. Um, spiral is the way to get max distance and hang time collectively. So the way you do it is just how the way that you match the ball up to your foot to get this to spiral. You have to turn the ball clock um, or yeah, counterclockwise, turn it in to imagine like 10 o'clock. 10, uh, 10 o'clock, you're getting your toe front part of the football to just create that spiral rotation on the on the ball, and it'll cut through the wind, give you hang time, give you, um, you know, give you direction for the most part if you're able to step the right way and all this different type of stuff. So um, there's really a lot of different st- stuff that goes along with it. It's really I know we've been talking about golf a lot, but like it, it's as close to a golf, you know swing as you can get just by how technical it is you can do everything right except for one thing and then you know all of it kind of just will fall apart very quickly i mean it's ball placement right like it's where where the ball land like where your foot is placed on the ball it's the 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 angle in which your leg is moving right like all those different things can come into play yeah ball contact swing the drop of the football um it's, it's everything, man. So, so do you think that, that were you a golfer before a football player or a football player and then became a golfer? Yeah, really, really a football player before I became a golfer. I really just started getting into golf, uh, my freshman year of college, um, and been pawning since the eighth grade. So have you found like in your golf game distance, being able to read distance, is has become is almost natural to you based on the things that you do on the football field yeah i mean i i think so um just looking like looking at a pin um i think it really maybe not punting just being on a football field for so many like so many times i can just kind of feel when i'm 100 yards away uh, from 70 yards just really for like those wedge wedge shots i can, can really feel like oh this is probably about 75 ish yards just by being on a football field so many different times now. Describe the feeling for me when you punt the ball down the field trying to pin a def- or trying to pin the the opponent's offense back on their their goal line and then it happens when your gunners get down there they stop the ball like I think it was Julian Barnett got it once. Um, um tell me about that feeling like what does that feel like when when you do your job so effectively? Yeah, it's um it's just the feeling of it is it's, it's really bigger than yourself because it's really all 11 guys doing their job collectively, which is one of the best feelings just because you practice it all week long. And for it to, you know, actually happen in a game means that, you know, all the work and preparation that you put in th- uh, during that week is actually coming into play. And um, it's just it's just a great feeling because you know that it's not only you, but it's everyone else that's doing their job and, you know, everyone is um you know is is happy about doing their job and they're you know they're excited about it so is it is it and i mean this with all due respect to the positions yeah. that you guys play yeah um 
but I think most football fans would be would be excited to never see Joe Doyle on the on the field kicking a punt, right? Yeah. Yep. Is it is there a a level of like where do you get your satisfaction from? Like where do you get your um the motivation to 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 do your job well when most people would be like, man, seeing Joe have to punt the ball eight times in one game is not ideal. Yeah. But but looking back at the game after you watch the game go, man, Joe was probably one of the guys that that I guess salvaged the game for the Tigers on Saturday. Like what is that a is that where your motivation lies? Like what does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's I mean, it's it's a great question just because yeah, I mean, I, I'm a fan of football too. I just like, even though I'm a punter, when I'm watching, uh, you know, I love the Titans. Whenever I see this past, you know, all these years I've been watching the Titans, watching Brett Kern jog out there, I'm, you know, um, he's a mentor of mine. But I'm just like, dang, God, I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to see you on the field right now. But I, and I get it, I get it the same way for me. I, when I was at UT, sometimes I'd hear booze it, jog. You know, when you're jogging out and you're hearing booze, it's not like the best, you know, way to get an entrance on the field when you're getting ready to do your job but it's just i mean it's how the game is and it's something that you have to embrace and it's just for me i find the satisfaction of it because things are going wrong and i'm able to change the outcome um of this you know scenario that maybe didn't work out for us and i get to change it um and hopefully um you know, be, be the outcome for maybe the next drive that the, you know, maybe the next drive that the offense gets. And, uh, you know, I almost kind of try to play, you know, scenarios and games in my head because uh, statistics say every single time a punt is downed inside, I think the 10 yard line, your team averages 3.5 points. So even though I'm not technically scoring in my mind, I'm thinking, Hey, I can score, I can score some points right here. So I'm going to try to, pin the pin the other team inside the 10 right now and you know we'll get that fake 3.5 points up on the board but for me that's you know that's kind of what I get the satisfaction from is thinking that you know my job my role that I'm in right there is you know making a big difference down the line I love that I love that even though you're not adding points to the board you are completely changing the flow of the game because you're given you're allowing the defense to be able to open up the playbook and do whatever they really want out there on the field, you yep. kind of dictate what's going on by you flipping the entire field. I mean, yeah. you know, your, your role is so important in a football game, even though it might not be looked at as the most um, by fans as the most like pleasing, you know, situation. Yeah. But when you come on, there just is a mental strength to that that I just I, I love, man. I, I think that that's so so awesome, and and you obviously you've got that mental strength because you came in and you you killed it on Saturday, man. It was just a great game. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's I mean, like I said, it's just such a great feeling because we've been we've been all working so hard this off season, um, just trying to you know come out. This is my sixth you know sixth season of college football, just trying to you know, come out with a bang and finish it the right way. So then that, that starts week, you know, you know, that starts every single Sunday when we, right after um, a game, when we start preparing for the next week and it's just, it's a weekly deal and we're, you know, we're going to continue to build off of it. Absolutely. I got two more questions for you. You Fans want to, since this is our first time to be able to talk to you, fans want to get to know you just a little bit. 
I think okay. I already know the answer to this question, but what do you do to decompress from football? What's a hobby you enjoy? So, yeah, obviously golf uh, plays a pretty big role. Um, and then I really love it. It's hard during um, the season, but I've always had a, we always had a lake house in my house and I love going to the lake and fishing and, you know, tubing, you know, wakeboarding, all the, everything. Um, so you go lake water guy or an ocean guy? Uh, lake for sure. I love the ocean. Now I didn't appreciate the, um, you know, going to the beach as much when I was younger, but now that I'm older, I really do enjoy going. Um, but the lake, uh, it's just, it's just so much fun to me. Um, going with family, um, I'm engaged now. So going, you know, being with my fiance is really important. She plays a huge factor, um, life outside of football and, um, just everything, just friends, family, golf, other sports, pickup basketball, maybe not during the season, but like in the off season, play some pickup, pickup, um, yeah, just Every, anything outdoors, really going in the mountains. When, whenever I get to go back home to Knoxville, I'll go, you know, going to the Smokies. I'll, you know, do everything. Man. Oh, the best. Hey, man, congratulations on the engagement, by the way. Thank you. Thank well, you. Any dates for weddings coming up? Yeah, we it's uh, April 8th, uh, uh-huh. yeah. 2020. Yeah, 2023. So it's uh, she's got she's got the countdown. I think it's. 180 days or something around there yeah it's flying it's it's coming quick marriage is a beautiful thing man it really is when you find that person when you find that person you're like yeah i'm i'm the single life has been nice but i'm over that let's go let's do this it's actually it's been a little different for me we we met in the second grade and wow we met in the second grade, had like little crushes on each other growing up. And then we've been dating since the eighth grade. So we've wow. been dating. Yes. So we're going on of dating and yeah, pop the question um, this summer. And yeah, we've just been, we've just been planning for the wedding and all that kind of stuff. Well, congratulations, man. I'm excited for you guys. That's going to be yeah. fun. All right. Last question for you. You're, you're stranded on a deserted island. Yep. You've got one album that you can listen to and one movie that you can watch for the rest of your life. What would it be? One album. Man, that's tough. Um, I'm going to go the first album, first CD album that I ever bought was Songs About Jane. Um, Maroon Five, so I, I got to go with that just because it's old faithful for me. And go. then um, my favorite movie of all time is Wedding Crashers. I've seen it oh, so God. many times. Um, I I think I'm gonna have to choose that one just just based on the amount of you know the amount of hours that I have invested in that movie. Oh, that is so. Those are such good choices, man. Yeah, such good choices. I appreciate. I appreciate that. That means a lot. <laughs> Wedding Crashers is just. I mean. Yeah, man. My wife doesn't appreciate them, but no, no, God, so good. Absolutely not. I mean, let me ask you this though, as I'm, I'm, I'm older than you are. When I was in high school, a movie came out called Billy Madison. Um, yeah. have you, 
Have you heard O'Doyle rules about yeah. a gazillion times? Yeah, I mean, it's probably, yeah, it's definitely in the hundred thousands of the amount of times I've heard it. And I, I'm used to it. I've had like memes sent yep. out to me from fans, whether yep. I was at Tennessee or Memphis, t-shirts made. I've just, I've kind of seen it all. Just the, you know, changing the, changing the O'Doyle to Joe Doyle, Joe Doyle rules. I've Come seen on, on t-shirts and um, I've seen my face being edited over the all the O'Doyles. I've just, you know, it's, we, I, I get a kick out of it. I, I love seeing it. So I'm sensing an NIL deal somewhere in there. Joe Doyle rules. Too. Come on now. Hey, I'm, I'm sensitive I too. need a t-shirt company, man. Let's go. Let's get this man an NIL deal for that. Come on. And what's funny is my brother actually, owns like a t like embroidery and screen printing business in knoxville this and my is fiance, easy money man this is easy um, money what are we talking about and my fiance works for him and just everything we we had i could tell i have so many different nicknames from so many different people so they've been making joe the toe t-shirts um since i was in high school um they we've had so many different t-shirts and everything that just have been made from me playing football well if somebody decides to to try to sell some of those shirts you got to send us a link so we can get it out to tiger fans man because yeah i know for for a fact people will buy those shirts and then and then those grumblings and mumblings when you come on the field to punt a ball will will turn into joe doyle rules exactly (laughs) let's go Maybe give an extra five yards of, you know, of punt average just because of the motivation for me jogging out there. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> five extra yards. Let's go. Hey, Joe, listen, man, I really appreciate you joining me, man. It's a, been a pleasure. Again, you are the recipient of the first game ball, um, the Go Tigers 247 game ball for week four, the the 44 to 34 win over UNT. Man, just a, a, a crazy good game for you. Um, man, I, I honestly think that those punts, those eight punts, man, were um, absolutely changed the game for the Tigers and, and and allowed the defense to continue to do what they were doing out there. And, and just congratulations on a great game, man. I appreciate that. Thank you for having me on. Um, and I got to give a shout out to the whole entire punt team because really without them, it's just, you know, none of it would have been possible. So uh, I appreciate you. Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Welcome back to Go Tigers 247's Game Balls, episode number four. This is the second Game Ball for uh, this episode, and it's the OG, man. He's back again. It's Jalen Allen, man. He's getting the second Game Ball. What's up, bro? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Man, I feel like this is like we need to turn this episode into Go Tigers 247's Jalen Allen's game balls like this is is this going to become the regular thing where you get all of them is this how it works it really should be we getting the consistently did Zay get the first one Zay's getting the third one so we're doing three this time instead of just two Joe Uh, Doyle got the first one ah okay he deserved it (laughs) hey eight punts three times uh at the uh um you know behind the 20 I mean come on come on you gotta let me let me ask you this. This is a good place to start. You know, I, we were talking to Joe, and we were talking about how there's not many positions on the field, not many positions in a football team that folks don't want to see but can absolutely change the game like a punter. Like, nobody wants to see Joe Doyle kick eight times in a game. But yeah. tell me, as a defender, what does it do when a, a punter like that is able to come in and flip the entire field for the defense? I mean, it's, it's – it's- fanatical like that's the only word i can think about because you if you start to drive on the second yard line compared to the 20 yard line that's a huge difference they have to switch up their whole play calls and now they worried about safeties now they worried about oh you know what can we do to just get out of the end zone you know stuff like that i mean do you like when as a defensive end when you see that are you like pinning your ears back like i'm going i'm pinning them back I'm pinning him back. Oh, we oh, we try to get a safety. Every time his feet in that end zone, we try to get a safety. We try to flip the game because he already gave us perfect field position. Then if they do, it's so much harder to get the offense going. Right. After you've been stuck in that end zone, you know, so, yeah. Because what he are you going to do as a quarterback chain. if your feet are in the end zone? There is no way. You're already got the happy feet. Like, you, you, you're not trying to stay in that end zone. Like, you – you got to get that ball out quick, and that just opens the windows up for the defense to do whatever they want to do out there. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, so, so Joe got the first one, and obviously, man, the OG's got to get the second one. That's you, man. So in this game, you had two tackles, one solo, one sack, one pick six, baby, one pick six, and one tackle for loss. Just overall, before we get into the pick six, um, one of the things that I noticed down on the field during the game is that usually m- most games we see Jalen Allen in the backfield rushing a lot. I saw you kind of in the scheme wise in the secondary a little bit more, like kind of back a little bit more. What what did you guys see um, in the film with North Texas that said, man, this is like we're going to move Jay back a little bit and we're going to get him in the coverage a little bit more? Like, what did you see? What did y'all see as the defense? To make that happen, uh, well, that was really more halftime because the the game plan was they for to come out here and run the ball, like that's what they were known for. They were known for running the ball, so I'm like, okay, we ready. We for to stop the run. We for to be on the run all day. Then when they came out and we kind of shut down the run, then they went to the pass. So when we went, they went to the pass, they was like, okay, well, we can either let you rush, but sometimes I rush so much that they slide to my side. So you got to drop me just to give them a different look. So then is when they want me more, you know, in the secondary trying to pick, mm. pick six or something. Mm. So it worked in our favor a little bit. I, I mean, it definitely worked in y'all's favor because there was one play in the game 
where you were in the secondary and something really big happened. So why don't you take us back to that pick six, man? Like, tell us about the play, what y'all saw in coverage, where you were. Like, did you did you know that play was coming? And then take us back to that running it back for the for the interception pick six. Um. Well, I definitely wouldn't say it. I knew it was coming. I just I just think God put me in the right place at the right time. And like I told in a press conference, I love Greg. Greg, this is about the third. Second, third time, Greg put me in some perfect positions. So I definitely give a shout out to Greg, Greg Rubin. So I definitely give a shout out to him. But uh, now I was reading the quarterback eyes and he was staring to the left. And I was really supposed to drop to the right. So he was staring to the left, well, his left, my right. Uh, he was staring to the left so hard. I'm just moving up the QB eyes. So once I move and I see that ball get tipped, and it was just the perfect tip right in the corner of my arm, and I had to kind of just make sure. Like, I really – I didn't have to juggle it. I just wanted to make sure I had full possession of it before I take off running. So I took off, saw that green grass in front of me. Oh, nobody could tell me nothing after that. I mean, when you turned around and saw the green grass, did you know, I'm about to score here? Oh, yes, I'm about, it- I'm about to score. Yeah, it was no question. I was like, it is no way. I'm getting out of bounds. I I had looked down a little bit to make sure I didn't hit the out of bounds. I'm like, okay, I'm going to this touchdown. We're going to go celebrate. Yeah, so. so we had all bets going on uh, before the season at Go Tigers 247 about who was going to score the first defensive touchdown for the Tigers. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like We had Greg up there. Greg was the <laughs> overall consensus that he was going to be the guy, but it was Jalen Allen, man. Like. You scored the first touchdown for the defense this year, man. Y'all have had, I mean, what is it now? I think y'all have had eight takeaways to one or two turnovers by the offense this year. I mean, y'all are really doing really, really well this year um, with takeaways. Is that something that y'all have focused on big time this year is those takeaways? Yeah, them, them takeaways was definitely, I think that we actually told the coaches that we want to do more takeaway drills. And I feel like that's what kind of helped us, like, getting ready. Like, I don't know if you saw it or not, but it was a tip drill mm. the other day. They were doing, like, tip drills. It was literally that, mm. two or two. Like, I was yeah. just like, okay, this is it. Boom, it hopped up in the air, and I'm just looking for it, just like the tip drill. I feel like that, those drills and those takeaway drills definitely helped us attack more of the ball and not be shell-shocked when it happened, you know? Yeah, because I, th- I think in practice what I see y'all doing is – you got to. I think Coach Barnes isn't. He's throwing the ball, and one of your, I guess it's a GA, maybe has a pad in his arms, and he yep. hits the ball up in the air. And yep, y'all got to go get it. That's yep, the that's drill you're talking about. Y'all practice yep, this it. on a daily basis, right? Like this daily is what basis. y'all do. Mm-hmm. So, man, I'm, obviously, I mean, this is one of the better defensive games y'all played in a while. I mean, the defense has just been steady all year. I know, I know that. I know that there's things that you guys are are you know, constantly working on and, and, you know, obviously things that need to be fixed, but what are your overall takeaways from this game defensively? I mean, y'all, y'all came in and really shut down one of the nation's best running attacks, you know, that you're going to see all year. Y'all shut them down, held them to under a hundred yards. Like how, what are your takeaways from the game? Uh, takeaway from, we did a good job. I feel like, you know, I, I can never be too um, too heavy, too happy. You just got to kind of stay in the middle. You got to take the ups and the downs. 
Well, we definitely did good. I feel like, you know, always, always something to improve. But there's anything. So I don't, I don't never want to say, you know, oh, we did perfect because I know that ain't true. But one thing that I really wanted us to focus on was finishing. Like the last couple drives, this was like, I was like, oh, that's not our standard of football. So I feel like just finishing in general, from me to the DBs to everybody, I feel like once we get lax, no, keep our foot on their neck. Let's finish this game. Let's finish it how we started it. We won't have to run into the issues that we had later in the game, you know? I mean, you know, I can say this and, you know, you can answer this question however you want to, but I mean, obviously coming into the game, North Texas was known for their running game and, you know, Austin Ani is a 29-year-old quarterback who is successful to a certain degree, I guess. But I think most most people coming into the game would have said, um, if you guys can hold North Texas to under 100 yards rushing, you're going to win the game. And it felt like y'all absolutely put all of the emphasis on like, hey, we're going to get the ball out of these running backs' hands and make Austin Ani beat us. Yes. you got to feel pretty comfortable if the ball is in his hands that you're going to win the game. Is that <laughs> disrespectful to say, or is that <laughs> is that right? I feel like he, he knew the game plan, too. He knew he was going to have to give it to his backs to have any success. And then once we start shutting them backs down, I know he got a little nervous because we was coming at the heat. I know I had – they wrote me down for two pressures, but I know I had more pressure than that. Absolutely. So I know he started feeling the heat too, so he a little nervous. Plus, he was a little shaky. I'm like, oh yeah, we getting in his head right now. So, <laughs> absolutely. All right, I need your help on something. Um, okay. So we were talking earlier. I got a ten year old daughter who is um, starting to play volleyball, and um, she is a, a pretty good player. First time to ever play. But one thing that I'm seeing out there with her team, and I need help on this, is a lack of communication. And if there's one thing that Jalen Allen is known for, that's communication. communication. Yes. How do I get my 10-year-old daughter's volleyball team to communicate better? Uh, Okay. <laughs> this is a good question. This is a very good question. So first, I feel like I'm a loud person. I've, you know, I just – Actually loud. But to just encourage my teammates, like I just tell them, like, it's not a secret. Like, it's not a secret. I would rather you tell me, even if it, it don't have nothing to do with me, that you hold it. And then it's, you know, like, for example, if he wide or if he not wide, you got to talk to me. It's no secrets. If it's no secrets, we all on the same page. But it's like once one person get off one page. But to answer that question, Tell them it's no secrets. Like, I wish I could see it in person. Because mm. if I could see it in person and kind of understand the game, oh, I would mm. definitely. Communication is key. Have key. you always been a communicator? Is that something you've always been? Or is that something that has developed over time? Definitely developed, but I've always been loud. <laughs> like, I was I was the kid that the teacher would be like, hey, Jalen, come here. And yell to the class because I was always the loudest person. Like that has always been me. I don't know why. It I mean, I feel like you take. I feel like you take some of the heat off of everybody else, right? Like you're the one talking, so the focus is going to be on you. But there's mm -hmm. something. There's something dope about being a communicator, the veteran on the defense, 
and always and being the guy that is making the plays as well. Like that is, I mean, you've found yourself in a really good position where you're backing up all that talk, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's one thing to talk to talk, but can you walk the walk? So yeah, they, they, my poppy say it all the time. Yeah, so you can yell, but you gotta make sure you back it up. I wish I could talk to him right now. Hey, that's what's up, man. All right, so I noticed the last question for you. I noticed something you guys do pregame. Um, you know, during warm-ups, during uh, right before the game starts, before y'all go back to the locker room for the last time, uh, the offensive line and the defensive line get together, and you guys do some like kind of live action drills where it's just kind of, you know, maybe not live sp- game action speed, but you're hitting each other. Mm-hmm. Before that and after that, each individual offensive player and ev- each individual defensive player, y'all go around and y'all dap up, say what's up to each other, hug on the field. I've never seen that before. Tell me about that. Like, what is it that you guys are doing with that? It's something new that I haven't seen before. Maybe I'm blind and haven't seen it, but this year alone, I've seen it every game. What is it that you guys are doing in that in that situation? Uh, with that, I feel like that started kind of in spring ball. So, you know, offensive and defense is very com- competitive. So sometimes we have to remind ourselves, like, hey, we brothers at the end of the day. Like, you my brother, I'm your brother. It's all love. But when we get on this field, it's business. So I think that kind of rolled over from fall camp and just the fact that we brothers, you know, and we love each other. We want you to win. I want you to win. Because at the end of the day, we're helping each other. The more positive you do, the more positive I do. So I think it's just a, a reinforced love, reinforced brotherhood that we didn't grow into. I love it, man. So you're um, going into week five, second game, second conference game against Temple this week. Um, mm-hmm. Where, how are you feeling about where you guys are right now? Like, are you are you feeling confident? Are you feeling like, man, we are um, as a team, we are doing what we need to be doing right now? How are you feeling? Are you excited about the rest of the year? Where are you at? I'm very excited. The team, you know, with the the transfer portal and everything else, it's so easy for people to just leave because they're not in the right position, you know, because somebody will always be unhappy. I don't care what you're doing, how many wings you're in, it's somebody that's going to be unhappy. So you just got to make sure everybody knows that at the end of the day, we're working together because one of us win, we really all win. So, brotherhood, bringing people together, just getting ready. You know, some injuries, the scout team and everything else. I love it, man. I love it. Well, listen, Jalen, for the second week out of four, you get the game ball, bro. Congratulations, man, on a great game. An incredible pick six interception, man. Awesome game, leading the defense. Just a fun game all the way around. Congratulations, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Go Tigers 247's uh, Game Balls, episode number four. And I'm excited, man. This is the first week that we've given out three Game Balls, but it only makes sense. It only makes sense to get the OG on the team, the guy who's been with this team longer than maybe anybody. We got Zay Collins on, man. Zay Collins gets the Game Ball. What's up, Zay? What's going on? What's going on? Man. Dude, what a game, man. Eight tackles, four solo, one tackle for loss, and an incredible pick six, man. Incredible. What a game for you, man. How did it feel? Man, it felt good, really. Uh, it was uh, it was relieving for me, you know, just just because I had to sit out the first half of the last game. And this time, I mean, I like I showcased myself here, so it was good. Yeah, you did. Let's go, let's go back to that um to that Navy game. Um did you think that was a target? Uh, I, I mean, to me, targeting, I was thinking contact to the head, but the rules said the crown, and that's what I did. So I just accepted what it was and went on. Is that a is that a natural instinct though to like just drop your head when you're going? I mean, because you, I mean, you hit the guy in the back, and I didn't know that it was a. I didn't know it would be called targeting if you didn't hit him in the if you hit him in the back. But right. I guess if the rules are the crown, but that's got to be. Kind of a natural instinct yeah, sometimes thing to natural do that. for sure. I do agree. I was I thought I was gonna time it up. I thought he was gonna spin out of it. So then my face would have went, but my timing was off because he was in a pot. I, I got you. I got you. So man, you're four weeks into the season, coming up on week five. Man, how are you feeling physically? You taking care of your body? Like what's going on with you, man? Oh uh, yeah, I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling real good, you know. No injuries, you know, taking care of myself each each week, making sure I'm staying in the tub and stretching, you know, doing Treat myself like a pro. That's all I can do, you yeah. know. Because you're a pro, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> Treat yourself like a pro because you're a pro. Yes, sir. Uh, I see. So I see on Mondays y'all have those um, uh, massage tables out there. That's something you you take advantage of every single every single week. Every single week for sure. Uh, it's a great it's a great way to start my day off because mine is like in the morning. So right when I wake up, I feel like I'm getting fresh and getting going, loosening me up for the rest of the week for sure. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's a huge part of the game, right? Is I agree. We don't get to see. No, we don't get to see it often. Like, obviously, you guys do all your recovery stuff at the facility and at home and things like that. But, I mean, is it a constant, like, conversation that you guys are having with your medical team and with the nutrition people that, hey, we don't ever take breaks from recovery? Is that something that you guys have conversations about? Oh, yes, sir. That's something that we really emphasize all the time, you know, just – it's, it's going to be a long season. The only way that you can maintain the long season is taking care of yourself and your body and what you put in and just how you go about yourself. So, yeah, that's a that's a big thing we always try to harp on and hydration. 
Yeah, that hydration's no no joke. I, I was watching a bunch of NFL games this week, and they were talking about they had air-conditioned benches down in Florida for, um, I think it was the Green Bay game against Tampa. They had air – have you ever heard of air-conditioned benches? Never heard of air-conditioned benches. I seen the heated ones one time. Never heard of air-conditioned though. That's wild, man. <laughs> These guys were like turning up. They were in the indoor facility in Green Bay, turning up the heat. They had extra sauna sessions just to get ready for the heat down in Tampa. But then I, th- I saw a bunch of players. They had like like frozen towels all around them and stuff. I'm, I'm like, man, these guys. Technology <laughs> different, got, man. It's a different world, man. Um, it was hot there on Saturday, though, down on the field, wasn't it? Oh, it was. It was hot. Uh, it was hotter than I thought. You know, they talked about it all week, how hot it was going to be. But I thought, I don't know what I thought. It was that humidity, I think, that got it. It was just like, man, and and then you got all those pads and helmets on, man. It's got to be, you know, next week's though is going to be nice. I think we're hitting that that part of the season where it's going to be nicer out there for you guys. I'm excited for it. Still going to take care of myself and make sure I hydrate because like, even when it's cool outside, still got a chance to mess up your muscles, soft tissue injuries for sure. It'll it'll sneak up on you, right? X, yes, sir. <laughs> so overall man it was a, a, a great game for the defense mm-hmm. against North Texas um, obviously the two main plays that, that came out of that game were uh, yours and Jalen's pick sixes man take us back to your interception did how did what, what did you see out there like what did you uh, you know did you know the play was coming like what did you see take us back to it uh, I ain't gonna say I knew the play was coming but I just trusted the techniques that you know Coach Barnes Teachers is having clean eyes and clean feet and everything. And I seen when the uh, the tight end slipped, I knew that they was going to throw it to him because it was only like third and two. So I tried to jump it before him. And it, him falling helped me make the play. So ran to the end heard- and I wasn't sure how to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> but see, you, you mentioned that in the post game that you didn't know how to celebrate. But I, I've seen the video. I was taking video down there. The celebration was dope. It was like an airplane, man. You're just taking off, right? I couldn't like, believe I was an airplane. I was trying to be Sonic or uh, Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so I've heard you and Jalen both talk about uh, clean eyes and clean feet. Yes. Tell me what that means. Uh, you know, just having to me, having clean feet is being able to go either, either direction, you know, forward, backwards, side to side without taking a false step. You know, clean eyes is just having your eyes where you're supposed to have them. If I'm supposed to have my eyes on the tight end, I'm going to have my eyes on the tight end, not the quarterback to break. You know, I'm going to have clean, clean feet so I can have a clean break. You know, just So when you caught that ball, did you know it was going to be a inter- uh, touchdown immediately? Oh, I did. I think so because I didn't see nobody in front of me. And I used to play running back back in my day, so it took me back to high school. So. You felt you you have flashbacks, right? Flashback, like, yes, sir. Hold on to the ball. You know, don't. Doing everything I'm supposed to do. <laughs> Hey, man, you look like a running back out there running the ball back. Um, man, so the defense, obviously, man, has played really well the last three games. Um, mm-hmm. But this past game against North Texas, it really felt like you guys exerted your will on them. Um, you know, the run game came in ranked pretty high, and y'all pretty much shut them down the whole game. Um, man, I know you guys prepare well and 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 have belief in yourself and the the schemes and, and things that the coaches prepare for you throughout the week. Um but on the field, on Saturday, when did you when do you realize, hey man, today's going to be a good day for the defense? Did it, does something happen on the field that makes you go, okay, man, today's our day? Uh, I, I just I, I believe it was the uh, I think it was the second or third drive. You know, not the first one that we got out there pushed back and we got the stop. I think it was like the second or third drive. 
we went either three and out or they had a short field and we stopped them again. I think that was just a that was the switch that told us like this is gonna be for us. Like let's keep going. Like this our game. Absolutely. So, um, you know, as you go into week five, um, you got uh, Temple playing Temple. They've got a good defense. Their defensive line. I think they lead the the country in sacks. Um, you know, their their defense is always pretty good. Um, what are some of the main things y'all are concentrating on to improve as the season progresses? Uh, still being together as a family. Uh, you know, we need everybody and just making sure everybody understand that. Uh, just work still being able to communicate with each other on what we see on film and, you know, like the, just the calls that we need to make and just obviously tackling. You know, we want to get better tackling each week, Lim- uh, eliminate all, all the missed tackles that we can. So, and I feel like when we tackle well, then we'll be a great defense. So those are the keys for me that I believe that our defense are going to take this week. Absolutely. So it's interesting, man, like the first segment of the of this podcast, we had Joe Doyle on the um, punter for University of Memphis. Mm-hmm. And it's not often that, you know, a punter gets a game ball. Um, but, you know, he obviously I think he deserves one this week. He eight eight punts, um, 400 yards total um, in, in punting um, and then three balls that were uh, downed behind the 20 yard line um, for North Texas. As a as a defender, as a guy who's you know been you know at Memphis for so long and and kind of seeing all of the good special teams play that the Tigers have had, what does it feel like? Like when you guys are you talked about being a family and a brotherhood and and all that. And I know a lot of times, man, the special teams guys they only get noticed when they do something you know bad or it's not great. But right. um, when you see a guy like Joe and the rest of the 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 punting team that comes on. Um, be able to flip the field the way that they did. What does that do for for your defense? Uh, I really, I think, it, I think it gave us momentum. You know, we all celebrate with Joe when he did all three points. You know, deep inside the twenty. But uh, I think it gave us momentum to know that because obviously it's harder for our offense to go longer ways than a shorter way. Uh, yeah, I really just think it gave us momentum, and you know, it got the crowd going. So when the crowd got going, it kept us going. It almost like opens up the playbook for y'all, right? Like you, oh, yes. if you can be, yeah, if you're you on a short field, you got to play. You're kind of on the back of your heels, like they're kind of doing whatever they want. But when they're on the one or two yard line, man, there it's ain't like too many your, things they can do, right? Picking your yeah, poison. pin your ears back and go get them, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, man, it was a it, just a fun game. I know the, and that's what I love about football so much, man. Is that you know the Tigers have been known for years, to, just in a, a you know. A, Fast-paced offense, scoring at will, kind of a deal. And obviously, there's going to be games, man, where things just don't click, and that it, that kind of happened. But here's the crazy part: y'all still ended the game with 44 points. And so, you know, I know two of those two of those touchdowns were from you and Jalen. But, um, you know, man, is it is it awesome when you're able to like say, "Hey, man, offense, we got you. Special teams, we got you. Like, we're all in this together. We're going to win this thing together or lose together." Um, man, just coming out and playing the way that y'all did, there's got to be some satisfaction in that, right? Oh, I agree. Uh, you know, it kind of it just helped both sides because we know, like, all right, if we're having a bad game, we know we can count on them until we get right, or if they have a bad game, we can keep holding them until until they get out there. And to me, that's just a part of the brotherhood and the, the family that we got right there. Where we can trust one another to pick us up when one down. You know what I'm saying? Because anytime, like we said through the interception, like. It was no like, man, come on. It was like, hey, you good? We got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when we do something bad, he like, oh, you good? We got you right here. You know, it's just a family thing that we built. 
I love it, man. So y'all are coming into, uh, like I said, the second conference game of the year. Um, you're about to get into the the meat of the schedule where your guys are going to be, you know, a lot of y'all's dreams and, and what y'all want to do for the rest of the year. It's going to come come down to these next few games, man. How are you feeling? Are you guys excited about conference play? Um, how are you feeling about where y'all stand in the AAC so far? Uh, it's always, to me, it's always room for improvement. So we're going to treat one game at a time. Like, yeah, we're excited. It's conference play. You know, you, it's time to really showcase what we really are about. But at the end of the day, we're just going to go week by week, game by game, until we get where we want to go. Absolutely, man. Well, listen, eight tackles, four solo, one tackle for loss, and one gigantic pick six, man. Such a, a good game for you, Zay, and I'm excited. it was exciting to get you back on the, the, the podcast and, and to give you a game ball, man. Congratulations on a great game. Yes, I appreciate you. Good Tigers. Thank you for listening to Tigers and 20s Game Balls. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in content all about the University of Memphis Tiger Athletics, hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Also, you can join our Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for a VIP membership. Should you ever set foot outside of the hotel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.